Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. It's time for Must Have Seen TV, the podcast to get dedicated to the sitcoms of the 20th century. For my love, listen to news radio. I'm your TV guide, Brett White, and I'm also a reporter producer for Decider.com. This week, I am joined by the hosts of the show We Stand Together, which you can see in New York City at UCB at Subculture. Caitlin Bitsagai and Lauren Brickman. Hello. Hello. How are y'all doing? We're doing great. So good. So, yeah, y'all host a show that is definitely, will definitely be like a must stop if any of my listeners are ever in New York City. Absolutely. They gotta come by. Everything they love, we love. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Oh, I did one of y'all's shows a couple months ago and I did a PowerPoint presentation about how the all the TGIF universe is interconnected. Right. Yes. Is one giant like Marvel style shared universe, which completely falls apart once you realize that like John Stamos was on step by step as John Stamos but Urkel Mm -hmm. was on both of those shows Full House and Family Matters as Urkel which means that in the step by step universe there's both a Jesse Katsopoulos and a John Stamos yeah which is a fascinating thing that happened in 90s television often oh yeah because there was the um, practice and Allie McBeal crossover. Yes. Right. That happened. And also, didn't we just, did we discuss this at the live show? Will Smith exists in the Blossom universe as the famous Will Smith and also as Will Smith the character. Oh, yeah. whoa. <laughs> yeah. And I also realized afterwards that both Boy Meets World and Sabrina the Teenage Witch are in the same universe. Yes. Because there's the episode where... Um, where Candace Cameron comes on to, and when they're in high, when they're in college and she plays a witch. Yep. Which I, I wrote an article about how that was the one week of rebellion she ever had. Yeah. <laughs> she was like, the house is over. I'm going to go play a witch on Point It was wild. And She's it, still praying it away. And it ends with, uh, <laughs> with Eric going on a date with Sabrina. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. People yeah. be shipping that, well, right? Now, the only show that really does this is Law & Order, but back in the day, like, a character actor could just book several roles yeah, yeah. on one show, and no one cared. Like, no yeah. one had any sense of continuity or the internet, so it was like, yeah. sure. And now it's like Richard Munch is everywhere. <laughs> yes. 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 <laughs> yeah, so yeah, y'all's show is all about, like, celebrating just, like, the glorious, like, yeah. weird corners of... Totally, yeah. We love to say it's smart people, dumb ideas. Oh, yes. Yeah. And um, <laughs> just the minutia of pop culture really examined. Like, we do, like, a CSI take 
uh, not take down, but like take apart every issue, look at it, put it back together. Mm-hmm. Held in a series finale show recently. Recently, yes. what, was, we did. what was on that? We talked about what? Or what, oh, was man. The, what were the topics? People talked about Alias. Oh, yes, that's a rough. That's a wild. Alias was discussed in such detail. <laughs> Oh, and why did I decide to watch a shitty Super Bowl instead of show this? <laughs> Truly one of the worst Super Bowls ever. It was the Alias, and then, um, what else did we have on that one? We did, oh, we also had a fun thing where we were naming plot points from series finales and getting people to guess what series it came oh, from. Oh, yeah, because that's like, main character goes to outer space, fucking family matters. Yeah, yes. or main character gets kidnapped in the final episode. Oh, who is that? Alf. Oh, it oh, oh. Tragically. It ends tragically. Uh, horse, biting, horseback riding accident in the series finale. Full, Full house. house. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah. She spent an entire episode trying to get her memory back. Yeah. That was weird. I remember being... Me and Michelle were the same age, and I remember watching that finale. Yeah, it was really... <laughs> and I remember being Profound. so angry about that finale. And I remember being, like, hot to trot. And, like, no... My dad was like, Lauren, it's okay. Like, and I was like, <laughs> no, it's not what they have done to this show, and this character is wrong. If you and if you liked any character other than Michelle, and you're watching that finale, it's just like, this is just the Michelle hour. I don't... Yeah. Where's Joey's resolution? Yeah. Like, yeah. Where's the puppet that Joey had sometimes? <laughs> the puppet. Uh, but that'd be an interesting show is um which full house daughter were you in your mind oh i mean i'm stephanie's yeah i'm stephanie yeah Yeah. i totally thought of myself as a stephanie and i knew that she was annoying so i was like this is rough (laughs) it was actually traumatizing to realize i was the same age as 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 the olsen twins though because that was the barometer of success i like had to look up oh god like growing up them was like well now they've owned how many companies and i'm Comparing yourself to Stephanie is the easiest of the three. Because Candace Cameron smoothly transitioned into doing like Lifetime movies. And got married at a super young age, but it like worked out. They seem mature. She has Jesus on her side. Totally. But like Stephanie went through some. Hard Yes. Yeah, so you guys definitely lucked out yeah. being Stephanie. <laughs> it's like, I've, you I've, know, I never thought about that. I've been really doing better than Jodie Sweetin until like just recently because she's now doing all the... She's doing great she's now. She's doing the Hallmark Christmas movie circuit now. Yeah, because she got back wow. on Candace's good side. So I I'm think like, that's yeah. my theory. Well, I'm like, I, yeah. I, and I love... If the two of them are in a Hallmark Christmas movie, gotta watch it. Which oh, I feel yeah. like is a point well, I've made many times in this podcast. Shoe Addict's Christmas was great. Wow. I don't miss Hallmark movies if I can help it. Yeah. I don't miss Hallmark movies because in general. Because you have the app. Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, can't you like keep track of which okay, ones you're watching? So I accidentally yet? did something yeah. where I was trying to. I've gotten behind on my like Valentine's movie, so I was like trying to see how many I've missed. <laughs> And I saw that there was this app where you can track what movies yeah. you've seen not. And I downloaded the app, and then it gave it access by accident to my calendar. So now my calendar is full <laughs> of reminders from Hallmark Channel for <laughs> when it's going to rewatch things, when it's going to re-air on cable. And so I get <laughs> daily reminders. Bronson Pinchot Show and Kirstie Alley <laughs> in Cupid's Era. It keeps telling me, like, Taste for Love on tonight <laughs> at 7 p.m. Starring Tia Mowry and... Yeah, let's move to this week. Oh, yes. We're going to be traveling to... September 18th, 1991. Oh, It wasn't the 17th? H- Hulu had the day off by one day. Wow. Which is weird. But That's anyway. Uh, Freddy's Dead, The Final Nightmare, rolled the box office. I Adore Me and More by Color Me Bad topped the charts. Oh my. And ABC aired the Dinosaurs episode, The Golden Child. <laughs> Kaylin and Lauren, you must have seen The Golden Child before today. Yes, God. for sure. Absolutely. It, it was the season premiere of... Season two premiere. Season two. So yeah. that, that must have been an exciting moment. It was moment, like you're waiting general. for it. 
I like rewatching this. I fully have not seen this episode in like twenty years. Yeah, but yeah. I remembered every single moment. Like that's crazy. When the baby gets the ice cream and it's just a whole bunch yes. of foam, I was like, I remember that it was weirdly foam and clocking that as a kid, being like, why is it like shaving cream? Or it's that like, is odd. It is weird that it's. They say it's ice cream. I guess dinosaur time ice cream maybe. Well, they didn't have. They didn't have cows. How are they making cows? <laughs> There's a lot of <laughs> that's things. That's the one issue. Yeah. yeah I mean, that's it's the one issue. Well, at one point, Robbie, Robbie calls all people sheep. I'm like, I don't think they right. have sheep. <laughs> but whatever. I mean, this right. is definitely not just like... This has to be like an alternate universe from the yeah, one Yeah, this is an alternate it. universe like, history. Right. Well, because also man does live side by side with dinosaur. Right. right. That's uh, true. But like... That. So for people, I would love. I wish that I could do a focus group of people younger than us because yeah. we're about the same age, older than us, to see like is dinosaurs specifically like a you were born between like eighty one and eighty seven. Like I think so. Uh, I think so. Because I think so. this was like one of the biggest shows on television for me, and it was oh, like I loved a, it for a moment. Yes. Yeah, it really was like for four seasons. Time. But if you're fa- but if you didn't have like a TV viewing family, you mm-hmm. didn't know about it. Oh yeah. This is also one of those shows where like. I I remember as a kid, not all of my friends were watching it. Like, you had to have, yeah. like, a culture at home. Like, we had a home where, like, oh, TV we watched, was on. Yeah, every night. Oh, yeah. Every night. Every night. We yeah. had something going. I even remember seeing, like, the ads, maybe print ads for this, and just being like, tell me more about <laughs> yeah. this show. Dinosaurs. I want to be around that little baby. I mean, this is also pre-Jurassic. Like, dinosaurs have, were having a moment long before in Jurassic Park. Yeah, like, totally. Like, Land Before Time in, like, 87. Yeah. Which was the best. I had a little yeah. foot stuffed animal. Oh, my God. But then I also loved, was it Dinosaucers, that cartoon, oh, which was that. Alien Dinosaurs on USA Network. And there was also... There was Dink, the littlest dinosaur. Yes! Do you remember Dink? This Dink Saturday was great. Morning. I love Denver, Dink. the last dinosaur. He's my friend and a whole lot more. Oh, yeah? Oh, wow. He had played a guitar. Yeah. There was also a movie just called, like, Dinosaur. Yeah, it was about a um, dinosaur, like, in modern times. Wasn't Baby... Well, Baby... No, what was Baby? Was Baby that's... also called Dinosaur? Baby, like, the Lost Dinosaur? Oh, yeah, dinosaur. there was a Baby the Lost Dinosaur. And it was a... Maybe li- that's was... the one I'm thinking of. Yeah. yeah. Also, I have cats now. If I don't know if that picks up, but they are <laughs> playing. We love. Uh, Audience, we're about to rock your world. Fred has cats. <laughs> They're named Jean Parmesan and Dolores Van Cartier. Okay. After Arrested Development Martin Mull and Sister Act. I mean, you uh, have to. Goldberg. You must. Uh, you must. But I remember also Dinosaurs was weird because it so shows like debut in the fall, they end in the spring, they run 22 episodes. Dinosaurs had a mid. There were a mid-season debut season one. And mm-hmm. then they aired, it felt as a child sporadic. Yes. Yeah. It felt like, oh my god, it went away. Oh my god, it's back. Do you remember this? It's back. Yeah, I always remember being really frustrated. Like, where, like, how do you, and like, back then you didn't have the internet. No. And so it felt. You would read the TV guide at Kroger. Yeah. And your mom wouldn't buy it. And then you're like, I hope I remember. We had the subscription and I would highlight that shit. And And if it had a nice cover, I would save it. And I remember my dad didn't particularly like, think dinosaurs was funny. So like, it wasn't a priority for him. And he seemed to be the gatekeeper for information on TV. And I would be like, when's dinosaurs? <laughs> oh yeah, there used to be a television schedule in the paper though too. Oh yeah, that oh was, yeah. That was I was like that one's not as good as TV. Like for some reason, I trust the TV guy as like the yeah. Elevator oh yeah, none the of them might be right. That was another yeah. fun thing. Oh yeah. But also, there were so this is the thing I don't get to talk about on this show much is that there were action figures for this TV show yes. when it was airing, and I never had. And I had the McDonald's ones. Or yes, like, I had the McDonald's ones. Yes, they had like a weird. So they were. They all had like air pumps on the back that you would push the button and they would make them move. Oh yeah, yeah. They had like a long tube, and I had the baby one and maybe Earl. I had one that I was 
really not excited about. And I never got the baby one. I think I had the friend. I think I had must have been Roy. I can't remember because I just remember being really mad because I never got the baby and I was obsessed with the baby. I mean, he had at least two catchphrases and a fucking hit song. Yes. (laughs) And he was, and that toy, like the the bigger doll. Of oh, there was oh, a yeah. bigger doll. Yeah, I remember I wanted, but they also had like action figures that yes. were like you know, six inches tall and like had a bunch of accessories and like. Oh. It was like now shows do that, even a comedy, but back then it was that was very unusual. Yeah, yeah. Like, we'll get some good place Funko Pops this year if yeah. there aren't already some. Right. Like, yeah. There actually right. might be some like going to Hot Topic right now in a truck. There could be. Like, yeah. <laughs> They had Cheers ones are coming soon, yeah. which I'm super Or like super Parks and Rec when that was airing, I'm yeah. sure. They had, they have, they have Funko, stuff, Funko but, Pops, but T-shirts. But like, Dinosaurs feels like a show that like in early production meetings, toy companies came. It's like, it, we have like to. Yeah, like it feels like from the And that's beginning. why people thought it was going to be bad, because it was obviously so commercial heavy, God, but yeah. Yeah. then it was funny. Yeah. It was so <laughs> funny. It's like, it was genuine. Rewatching this episode, it was like genuinely <laughs> very funny. And it's like... Kind of, it's even darker than I remember. Oh it. yeah, I mean the series finale of Dinosaurs is like the it's apocalypse. So like, yeah, yeah. yeah that, they, of it. that they bring on themselves through effectively global, global warming. warming. Yeah, <sighs> yeah. <laughs> and I found this episode actually tackled emotional things that I don't think with live action people you could oh, God, in a no. lighthearted a, sitcom. A father doesn't love his son. Yeah, <laughs> it, it was, I think that that is honestly like uh, very. Uh, honest that like sometimes three kids is too many or I think families do realize like this was too much to take on and they talk about it with only like their close friends but like you don't see it played out like it's true no yeah it was like I remember it was doing what a lot of shows at that time were trying to do like giving us that like moral lesson lesson yeah it's also coming from a guy in a giant rubber suit and so it's like (laughs) oh yeah I can like hear this in a way that like I think I would was rolling my eyes at. <laughs> so this week on Must Have Seen TV, we're going to be talking about the Dinosaurs episode, The Golden Child. It was the first episode of season two. It was written by Dava Savell and directed by Tom Trovovich. So sorry, Tom. Here's how Hulu describes the episode. The Sinclairs are concerned when Baby grows a golden horn in his head, but their concern turns to astonishment when the Council of Elders announces that Baby's horn makes him the long-awaited king of the dinosaurs, Caitlin Warren. How accurate is that description? I was spot on, and before we watched it, we were talking about how... We were ragging on some cooler synopsis. We were saying synopsises can sometimes be pretty lame, but that one kind of knocks it out of the park. Yeah. So good job whatever, like, Disney intern shipped that over (laughs) by email or Google Doc to Hulu. Yeah. And someone please email in if you have the job and let us know, like... Oh, please. And you are welcome to come to our live show. Yeah, I I want to do an hour-long interview with how you write. Like, are you in charge of writing all hundred synopses of a show? I think, yeah. Do you get, like... I think, yes. No. I assume that you must be in charge of a show or, like, I don't know. I just want to know. I have so many questions. Like, when it's like, okay, ER's coming to Hulu. We need 300 synopses stat. Like, how does and that where work? where are they pulling? They're not watching every episode to get no, this information. No, do they pull it from old TV guides? I feel like they probably, because, like, if you look, like, Apple has synopses, IMDb does, and Wikipedia does. Right. So yeah. if I had this job, I would just look at all three. Wow. Uh, so the, so wow. the beginning of Dinosaurs, the opening credits uh, is... It's unlike any other opening credit sequence yes. kind. It starts off and it's just like terrifying. It's like yeah. it's a joke, first of all. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. thing is a sketch. It's just, yeah, 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 yeah. It's like big dinosaur, like you see like the beep, bum, bum, bum. It's like very like 
ominous music and then honey I'm home right and there's a mammal there that's afraid the whole time yeah. oh yeah he's a little, that little guy that doesn't speak ever nope because nope, nope, it's not about him no and like then, we're seeing it through his eyes yeah. we are mammals as well yeah. and then we get the opening credits which is just like a good old fashioned yeah. sitcom like yeah. Are all are these clips from other episodes? I didn't really notice. Or is, I don't. I think they're fake. Think so because like, oh, I'm pretty sure I would have to go back and watch season one again. I'm pretty sure they're it's the same from. I'm not yeah, sure, but I, I feel remember. like they are fake. And they yeah. didn't they, see. I wish that they had done. We were discussing this kind of like. I wish they had done like the dinosaur poses and then yes. like who's at least doing the voice but yes. as the like, credits of dinosaurs they have like three to four people for every person yes so i guess they have like the person in the suit the person that's probably operating the face, the the face. face and then the voice actor which is cool that they share yeah. it i yeah. wish they'd been nominated for emmys so we could see them all oh. have to sit together <laughs> like best actor for Fran sinclair yeah so just like... walter and two <laughs> men i also yeah best the one best actress complicated winners. with the gender breakdown yeah, yeah. yeah already unnecessary gender breakdowns of acting characters. Oh, wow. So the voice... So, okay, so the voice of... Er, wait, hold on. Oh, my God. Even the IMDb is all messed up. So the voice of Baby is Kevin Clash, the voice of Elmo. Right. Yes. So there's, like, that's problematic now because now. he had a weird thing with children also. Yes, which I don't we, know that much about. I don't know much about that. I'm I, too scared to go down exactly. that rabbit hole. I, mean, I watched that documentary, that Elmo documentary from like right. before it happened. And I was like, oh, this is so touching. And then like, but even then I was like, he's really mentoring all these little kids. And it's shitty that our world is so horrible that anytime anyone mentors a child, Makes me feel weird. Yeah. Oh, it's boy. A uh, but as far as baby's voice, we love it. It's a great baby voice. Yeah. Does see? So, yeah, so on IMDb, they just have everyone listed as the name. Okay. But, but like, so okay. There's so Florence Stanley was the voice of Grandma. Sally Struthers was the voice of Charlene. What else is Florence Stanley in? Cause she. Uh, the grandmother her, is her iconic. Voice? Oh yeah. Too. She was in Bullworth. Oh. She was in Trapped in Paradise. <laughs> she was in a Law and Order 2 video game. Good for her. Wow. Good for her. <laughs> an episode of Dharma and Greg. An episode, oh, just a lot show. of uh, two episodes of Oh Baby. There's something. Seven episodes of The Simple Life, three episodes of Sybil, two There's episodes of Mad About You. She's, in she's done a I... lot of things I love. Nurses. She was on 12 episodes of Nurses. Hell yeah. Okay. Six episodes of My Two Dads. Night Court. My Two Dads. Oh, oh my Court. god! Oh, wait, no. Was she the judge on My Two Dads? She, yeah, Judge Margaret. She was on Wilbur. way more than six episodes. Oh, she, she was, was on six D episodes. Oh yes, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. My Two Dads. One of my that's other who she is. all time yeah. favorite. That's shows. who she is, and to me, that's yes, who she yeah. Is. And that makes sense that that sh- the dinosaurs came out, and she was in that net. That she was in that, that world. world. Yeah. They were like, we yeah. know that you can bring the hammer down. Yeah. <laughs> so the first thing we see is an Ask Mister Lizard. Parody. Uh, Ugh. Why is it called Ask Mr. Lizard, though? That's a little odd. I wonder if they were like, we could call it Mr. Lizard. The Mr. Wizard people are highly litigious. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I had another Canadian old Oh, wizard. yeah. Old <laughs> Wizard is on our ass. I had forgotten about how funny it is to watch how excited the baby gets every time the little Timmy dies. Yeah. It's like the baby, it's a meta commentary because yeah. the baby is waiting for the catchphrase just like we're, we're waiting, waiting for his catchphrase and him saying the catchphrase becomes a catchphrase. It's wild. And the fact that a child dies. Yeah. Yeah, and everyone's just like, what's happening? Well, Timmy, maybe we need to put some light on the subject. Ooh. We're gonna need another Timmy. <gasps> Say it. We're going to need another Timmy. Yay! Timmy's 
dead. And I mean, it's like, it is a funny catchphrase. It really, really happened multiple episodes. It happens uh, more than just this. Yeah. Or it's, this is one of those things where, like, I don't, like, I've seen this episode so many times, I don't know how. I don't know yeah, where it was in syndication, those. so I don't know if it's like it only happens in this one, but I've seen this one so many. No, that show's definitely coming Miss, back. Oh, Mr. Mr. Lizard, for sure. is a yeah, thing. yeah. <laughs> uh, we also so this is like this is a morning in the Sinclair household, mm-hmm. and like uh, was it the mother Fran is trying to get ready for things? She, she's trying to get the kids' laundry. Like, oh away. right, she's yeah, she's got laundry. There's three kids, so she's trying to rely on the teenagers to help her with the Robbie baby. Robbie and Charlene don't want to pay any no. attention. No. So here's the thing. Is, was Robbie a heartthrob? He was I, a I 90s heartthrob. I think yes. He reminds me, he's like modeled after like Joey Lawrence on oh, Blossom. Oh, totally he's, like, he's getting like that like, vibes too. Yeah. How, yeah, how is that possible? Because he's a dinosaur, but, I was but I, he feels he very interesting. He somehow looks the most real of all of them. Like he looks the most human, I should say. I kept yeah. wanting to think, his voice sounded so familiar too. Like he sounds like. Is he like Steve from Full House or something? It sounds like, like if it's not. Steve from Full House, he's got like that energy. Like it's Steve Whitmer. He just like and Jason Willinger did his voice. All right, Who Jason, Jason Willinger. Oh, oh no, who? Oh. Okay. Well, first I saw a Goofy movie and I was like, oh, oh. Is he? no, he was just additional voices. This is all he really did. He did something called Zebrahead, then sixty-five episodes of Dinosaurs, an so episode of Sybil, an episode of Champs, like. Huh. I mean, Jason, get back out there. You He's the amazing. narrator of Caesar 911. Okay. Which we love. So, so, Whatever that is. Caesar Milan's, like, dog training show. Oh, yeah. my God. <laughs> Jason, get back out there. You're so good. Yeah, yeah. But he, like, perfectly captures. It makes sense that he added voices to Goofy Movie because, yeah. like, he's got that tone down. Like, the way his body language, like, the way that he, like, walks in, puts Everything. those hands yes. in, like, his Letterman jacket. Yes. Just, like, the jacket is so great. It's, oh, it's iconic. He's perfectly stylized. Charlene's pretty well stylized, too, she for gets the time. Looks. She gets to change her That's look the interesting, most. That's interesting, isn't it? And in that last scene, she had wild jewelry on. Oh, I yeah. Loved. I love Because Earl and the baby and Robbie wear the same thing every episode. And I don't know, Fran might she has She's tiny adjustment. Things. Yeah, like, yeah. there's, like, apron on, apron off. There's, like, yeah. I think I've seen her with, like, earrings on. Like, there's, like, yeah. a dress, like, but Charlene has looks. Yeah, she had, like, a striped shirt. And then she had that, like, right. yellow sweater with all the, like, feather, the, things. feather things on it. And, like, big earrings. And I'm here for it. There's I love that. There's just something funny about, like, the baby never does anything they want. And yeah. that's just... <laughs> it's strange, but like on Full House, like if that had happened on Full House, it would be like, wow, Michelle's having a tantrum today. What's wrong with her? And it's like, yeah. no, this is how I act. This is part of my character. I don't respect my parents or my brother or my sister. Yeah, I hit my dad in the head and re- refuse him the dignity of calling him by name. He is simply not the mama. Yeah. <laughs> and also, he, like in the beginning of the episode, he like, I think Fran leaves and Robbie Shirley is supposed to watch him and Baby just like knocks his cereal or his oatmeal on the floor. Yeah. He's like, gotta love me. And it's yeah. true, you do, because it's a baby and it can't help it. Oh, God, that's really deep. It's like, you have to love me no matter what I In do. a really weird way. My brother's 11 years younger than me, but I actually think that the baby on Dinosaurs helped me prepare for being a big sister later. That's, yeah. Because, like, my little brother went through a phase where, like, he would throw stuff. Like, my, when my mom was driving, he would throw his bottle when it was finished. It would hit her in the head. And I remember clocking it and being like, he's like the baby on <laughs> yeah. Dinosaurs. And you gotta love him. You can't get mad at him. <laughs> like, you have to love him. 
That's funny. My brother's nine years older. I, I identify as the baby. Yeah. And I'm just like, why is everyone boring? And why can't we eat ice cream? <laughs> that was my worldview. Uh, we also get to see a scene of Fran going to the fridge. Oh, I forgot the about the little fridge up. gremlins. The fr- yeah, the fridge is insane. The I fridge- didn't get the logic of the fridge totally. No. It's a, it is an eco. There is a spinoff about what's going on in that fridge, definitely. Totally. Yes. And in general on dinosaurs, a lot of things are like one-to-one to our world and it's funny like for instance mr lizard is mr, mr. Wizard. wizard but that i'm just like well that's just a weird thing yeah all these like little like freezer like mammals live in the thing and they hand you the thing and yeah they can't open the fridge the entire way because they'll all get out yeah what is the is it because they also eat those mammals because I, I don't understand know. how that is easier than just having a thing you open up and pull something. It's not, I, and they also have non-refrigerated things in there. Yeah, <laughs> they've had cookies in there and like candy. Yeah, like some of it, I wonder is like, is there logic to it, or did they just go, "This is a funny this idea." Is, yeah. I think <laughs> it makes us laugh in the writers' no room. No wrong ideas. Yeah. So both Robbie and Charlie are like, "Fuck this and leave." And so the baby, when he's alone, starts scooting his chair over to the <laughs> fridge so he can like open it up and then just ask for all the sugar. That was okay. such a visceral memory to me watching oh, yeah. that of how you can do that when you're a kid, like when yeah. you're a little little kid of how to get around. I was like, "Oh yeah, yeah. I remember being a toddler, <laughs> and you can do that." Yeah, and it comes at great danger, but oh my god! And like the moment that you see you're alone in the kitchen and just going, "I'm gonna do it." Yeah, yeah. they stick a funnel in the baby's mouth, which yeah. is actually just, a horrifying image. Yeah, like that it goes a into weird. a horror place really quick. Well, so it starts with like the weird foam ice cream. Yeah, and then it's like, "Give me cookies and candy." They start throwing it. It's really funny, and then they just. Uh, a furry hand shoves a funnel in the baby's mouth and then a giant bag of sugar. Bag of sugar. (laughs) And it's funny because up until that moment, like, the baby's obviously not getting a lot of the food in its mouth and it feels very safe and then it's just not safe. (laughs) It's wild. The next scene, I love the... So, like, Earl comes down. It's, like, a little bit later... And he's like, he passes Charlie and Robbie in the living room. They're like, we're watching the baby. But no, they're like watching a TV. Like, Robbie's yeah. doing air guitar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool, cool kid. So Earl goes into the kitchen, and then just behind his head, you see the, the baby, baby flying. flying high on sugar. <laughs> and then he, I think he, well, he even says like, you made all this mess? I'm vibrating. It's so cute. I love, I thought that was just so weird and funny. And he flies, does a fly by like three times. Yeah. Like, they really yeah. go for that joke. And I loved that. I also love that I'm vibrating feeling. Because I think that, like, perfect, like, I know that feeling so yeah. well. Yeah. Of like, oh, yep, I've been there. Yep. That's Red Bull. That's me in college drinking Red Bull to stay up and edit. Uh, oh, my God. That was ooh. me on the train here eating Swedish fish on the E. <laughs> <laughs> Like a classy person. Hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> I wrote down in my notes that Earl hates his son. Which is, <laughs> yeah. It's a hyperbole, well, but it's also like, he doesn't hate his son, but he's like, definitely like, we are outnumbered. Yes, yes. Three to two. Three to two. He feels like, like, it was a sneak attack, right? Like, yeah. Because the point is that they planned for the first two. Yeah. This baby wasn't planned. Not that I don't love him, but, but I didn't expect we, him. Yeah. Because that's the first episode is that egg. Him right. Catching. Yeah. yeah. That's true. It's like the first shot. Which is funny because that's just such a normal, like, inciting incident for a sitcom in general. It's like, we've got a new baby. Yeah. Yeah. But then it's dinosaurs. Or it's yeah. always, the other the other sitcom trope is like, so you have the set family, but then in season three, the wife gets pregnant, even right. though all of her kids are firmly in, like, elementary or middle school at this yeah, point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, Blackish just did that. Did and they? Like, oh. Teresa, like, they just had a new baby. It's like, Fresh much. Prince ended up doing that. Also, Blackish, she's a doctor. How does she have time? Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah. I don't know. Someone that's like, it's like Fresh Prince did it for sure. Yeah, the kid got enough kids. Like, don't add the cute baby. It's then you weird. have to do the time jump. Yes, they all do. The step-by-step canon is all fucked up towards because the end. Because that baby. Because that fucking, like, Welch's grape juice baby. Yes, that's her, yes. <laughs> yeah. For some reason, I don't know why she was such a big deal as the Welch's grape juice baby, but when she got on step-by-step, was. I was like, oh, she's working. Yeah. We were <laughs> all obsessed. paid off. We were all obsessed. <laughs> she walked onto that set, I'm sure, just Full, oh, yeah. of D- full of B D E. The Welch's grape juice girl has B D E. Oh, you know she ran that side. It's like after he eats all the sugar, he has this big like looks like a looks like a like giant a unicorn. Zit. It's like a big oh, blend yes. in when they go to the doctor and they do the reveal and it's just yeah. a horn. That's also like this show really has sketch elements in a way I forgot. Like the doctor is a total sketch character. Oh totally. yeah, totally. I like. Isn't that a running theme on this show? How like anyone that's in like a science position of authority knows nothing. Yes, because it's like they're dinosaurs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's funny. Because he's like, I don't know what it is. Well, he did eat a lot of sugar this morning. Well, so did I, but I don't look like a freak of nature. <laughs> Good luck to you. And also, Good luck like, to you is so funny. Oh yeah, and the spoiler alert: we don't ever find out why it exists. No, no, and it never bothered me. No, it doesn't bother me. No, I think, I think for me, I re- well, we're not there yet. We're, yeah, but I'll explain why it doesn't bother me later. <laughs> so basically, stay like, tuned. <laughs> When they get to see Earl at his job or all of his friends, because the doctor's like, no, no, I'm not going to tell anyone. This but then the doctor so just yeah. tells everyone. <laughs> the doctor tells people and people care. Yeah. I love that. That, like, that. Earl's son is now, like, a hat rack. Uh, all of his. So Earl's job is he pushes down trees in a forest. Right. Correct? Yeah. He's a, he's creating he's a deforestation. deforestation. Yeah. 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 He's a lumberjack. And so all of his friends, so what is funny about this show, and you go to the wiki page, they have a really in-depth breakdown about, like, all the dinosaur types. So they're, like, the the five main dinosaurs that are the main characters. And then there are all of the ancillary, like, six other dinosaur-like bodies who they just slide. Because one, the doctor reappeared immediately as one of his co-workers. right. Just in a construction garb instead of medical garb. Right. So that's, you know, it's an interesting little thing they have. The production value overall is interesting because it kind of looks amazing and kind of looks really cheap. Yeah, yeah. it it is, yeah. Like, the character design is great. Like, you just love them. Yeah. But moment, like, the doctor's neck, I think, was just cloth. Yeah, yeah. Like, they and ran out. I could out. tell that, like, it looked like, and it was, like, obviously, like, hand-painted, yeah. like, to look. But I also wonder if that is watching a standard definition thing on an HGTV. Right, like, I don't know, true. if I played it on Howard, my television, right. uh, I wonder what it would look that's like. True. That's it's true. It's a different yeah. time. I, like, I just wonder, like, let's, like, if it got rebooted and it was on, like, Netflix now, <gasps> oh, what would it look like? I, it, well, I mean, it's so, that's the thing, is like, I can't imagine them doing a, the, a sitcom that is this much, this much work. It's so much like, work. And I'm, yeah, I mentioned this when we were watching. I'm just really curious how it worked moment to moment. Like if the voice actors came to set ever, because it just feels, it would, uh, someone was obviously saying the lines, yeah. the yeah. timing, whether it was actually like Jessica Walter or not. I don't know, but it, it feels weird to not have them there. Yeah. But then it would be hard schedule wise. How yeah. long does it take to do an episode? Like. I did write down there is no laugh track, which is yeah. very cool. Like, obviously, I would love to see them try to shoot this in front of a live audience. Oh, my God. It's like, hi, guys, you'll be here for 14 hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it would be great to see them in that weird applause line that they yeah. do after every live taping. So funny. Yeah. Uh, but, so, but then I'm really glad they didn't go back through and add on a fake laugh track right. on top of it. Like, it's a, it makes it, I don't know, it, it's, it makes it hold up a little bit. Yeah, it it's quirky, though. Timeless. It gives it a different kind of pacing, because it feels like there's space for a track, but yeah. there isn't one. So, like, some there's it has air in a way that not a lot of stuff And also the to. jokes that are very much just C+, just go by. You don't yeah. worry about them. Like, yeah. 
the part where he's trying to get Robbie to go outside and he's like, I heard there's cheerleaders out there. And he's like, whoa, like going <laughs> so fast to get out there. Like that yeah. was pretty lame and not super funny, but it also just goes by. If there'd been a laugh track and be like, ha, ha, yeah, ha, yeah, yeah that like, was, it underlines how lame of a yes. joke that was because the intention is like, we meant for this to be funny. Right. The applaud, the laugh light went up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we cut back. So like all of uh, Earl's coworkers are making fun of him. His friend, Rob, uh, Roy, Roy, the T-Rex, who, uh, in my head, looks a lot like Tom Poston from Newhart. Mm. Like, he's got, like, the same, like, dro- tall, droopy kind of, like, vibe. Yes, I don't... you are right. So it's kind of like how, so we got Andrew Keegan. Yeah, <laughs> Andrew yeah, yeah. Top Poston. Andrew Keegan. Uh, Reginald Bell Johnson is obviously Earl. Yeah. Yes. There's a vibe way. there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Roy talks about how he's not, because... He's not ashamed of his, like, tiny stubby T-Rex right. arms. yes. Secret, he really is. He mm-hmm. is. Um, we cut back to the home, and Robbie and Charlene are playing ring toss with their little brother's head. Which is such an inventive idea. I loved it. I was like, yeah, why wouldn't you do that? Yeah. And it was a funny sibling thing where the baby liked it, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The baby liked being tortured. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. the baby's being included. But, yeah. He's not having to, like, scream for it. Yeah. Then we get our star wheels onto the stage Ugh. for her only scene in this entire episode. Which is maybe the only thing wrong with this episode is we yeah. don't have enough grandma. There's yeah. not enough grandma and there's no boss. Oh, oh yeah. the boss. Which I believe is Sherman Hemsley. Oh yeah, mate, yeah. He's I a, he he's as big as the trailer. Yeah. Like, like he's not in any scenes with anyone else. He just like rocks that trailer. Yeah. <laughs> He's probably just like a pup like a job of the yeah. hot level puppet with like yeah. multiple people in him. Yeah. I remember as a kid not understanding the spatial aware, like, where he was, really. Right. Like, what he was in. Because as a kid, it just looks like he's in a weird, like, cave. It's like, oh, yeah. he's in. He's so big, he can't get out of that trailer. <laughs> that's weird. So, like, Ethel, her name is Ethel with a Y, comes mm-hmm. in. She rolls Sorry. in because she's got a scroll with the prophecy that was dropped off about how, like. The Council of Elders meeting in the Cave of Destiny. Deep within the mountain of terror, half a block south of Mort's Big and Tall, hereby summons Earl Sinclair. What have I done? What have I done? And his infant son. Yeah, and then this is also where there is no one-to-one to our world. God, yeah. What are the elders? <laughs> First of all, they're magic because they straight up teleport at one yeah. point. Yeah, yes, they're <laughs> like... Yeah, which then that le- is one of the things where it's like, okay, this isn't just like dinosaurs. This is an alternate universe yeah. because there's magic. These are magic dinosaurs. They're all wearing cloaks that look like rags. They yeah. look like a bad, like, uh, yeah. unconventional challenge on Project Runway. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. Exactly. Like, they're, like, made out of, like, moss blankets or something. Yeah. Uh, there's a really funny moment where there's, like, the golden child. And he shall be born of a noble mother, and his father shall be courageous and wise. <laughs> <laughs> Give me the white up. Yeah. And he wipes out the prophecy. <laughs> I love that. Which is a really good joke. I, I like love that. I love that. <laughs> that like the sense of humor is almost like like airplane or uh-huh. like a Monty yeah. Python yeah. movie where there's like just divergences in tone at all times. Yeah. But it all works. It's fine. Yeah, because yeah. that scene, that joke is very weird. That is not most of these jokes you can see happening on Full House. Yes. Then there are jokes like that, where it's like, that would never, never be on Full House. Right. Literally ever. Uh, then there's also, so the joke that would be on a Full House is the baby is there and he's like, gotta go. Just hold it. Just hold it. Gotta yeah, yeah, go. Yeah. And then like, behold, he is about to speak. I made a big poop. 
Catchphrase they tried to make happen. Oh, I don't was remember. It, I don't remember that being a catchphrase, but I do remember the baby having bathroom issues at inappropriate yes, times. Yes, because that was also in the song. I take every chance to get make a poop in my pants. Yeah, I'm the baby. <laughs> that song is also a very uh, great song. I should play it all in its entirety. Everyone make in this. it their ringtone. Bring yeah. back ringtones. <laughs> uh, yes. So we come we come back to the the living room where they're watching DNN, where the dinosaur anchor's name is. Howard, hand up me? Which I don't I, remember. And I don't even maybe get the joke. It's hand a, up me. He's a, a puppet. puppet. Oh, I, I feel like I was trying to make it in my head like a um, like a sexual harassment <laughs> joke. Yeah. Oh, there there is a sexual harassment episode of... Uh, uh, there is. Dinosaur. That's yeah. right. That's right. There's like a very serious... <laughs> and I thought about going there, but I was like, you know what? For one day... Let's just not. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Honestly, the hand up me joke flew by my head. Didn't get it. Was it. A puppet. Too smart for it was me. a puppet joke, but I don't remember clocking that as. But honestly, I'm yeah. just laughing at DNN. Like, DNN is yeah, dinosaur joke news network. And I love. Hey, what does the C in CNN stand for? Um, is it cable? Is this cable, cable news, news network? network. Yeah. I mean, it's from nineteen. Like, it's I'm like pretty sure it's a thirty-year-old network. So I don't, I they mean, would yeah. have to specify at that point. This yeah. is like cable news. The only thing I remember actually from the nineties is the joke that it was called Clinton News Network. So that's oh. what it makes me think. <laughs> Wait, who made that joke? Is that like, Leno? No, it's like the, it was like a like right-wing like, yeah. joke. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so this is where we get the dinosaur. So like a bunch of people have lined up to touch the baby's horn and ask for wishes. <laughs> Including all because of... Because he's the king? And yeah. like, what type of government were they operating under oh, previously? Before? And Wait. it's just done. It's like... all with a bronze horn. And yeah. Like, Fuck, like, yeah. the gold beats me. One of the best things, though, is when that lady asks for special consideration for, like... The 4,077? Oh, 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 well, well all I, I want to do is add a second story to my garage. But it's zoned R1, so I need 10 additional feet from my property line. Anyway, I was wondering, could you grant me a variance? Kiss the doll. Oh, sure. The variance is granted. Touch the horn and go. This that one was really good. So good. So, like, uh... <laughs> <laughs> One of the Earl's friends gives him a fire truck. He has a big pile of fire truck. Oh, they got the three wise men joke yeah. in there. There's a really good joke. Oh when, my god! When yes. Roy, when Roy comes in, and asks the baby, "You want some privacy?" Oh. And he asks the baby, and the baby like offers. Hi, Uncle Roy. Yeah, hi. And I was hoping you could uh, see a way clear to granting me a wish. Juice. Thanks. No. Like, he's yeah. so disappointed that he doesn't take the juice. It's it one was of the funniest things I've seen in so long. And that's long. why they couldn't have a laugh track. Like, we all burst out laughing yeah. at that, and that was not only a joke. half maybe a joke no. in their mind. It was but so funny just... to see, like, the deference that Roy had yeah. to treat the baby. Oh, thanks, no. Like, the, this, is a, this is a literal infant yeah. offering you a drink from a sippy cup. And you're like, oh, thanks, no. <laughs> and the baby would be like, okay. And the whole thing, it's so brilliant. Yeah. I wonder, too, and this is something Laura and I have been discussing, uh, vis-a-vis directing live sketch but like the way things are different in performance versus even rehearsal or certainly just on the page yeah i wonder if this show in particular is different than like when they would do a table read and then just to see those dinosaurs do it because you're at a table read you're only even if they have those which i don't even know if they did you're having like jessica walter there it's gonna be totally different when you see it fran do it yeah. Totally. So then maybe things just on the fly were funnier or less funny than they thought. Yeah, because that, that 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 thanks no joke was probably not a joke. 
At no. All. But it's funny to see a big dinosaur turn down a little drink from a baby sippy cup and the yes. baby be like, oh, okay. It definitely it's... has a vibe of play. Like, it yeah. feels yeah. like they gave room to, like, experiment, yeah. which is right. fun. It's just also such a, it's visually a feast. Yes. Use that pull quote, Hulu. But, like, the set design of all of it, like, I remember so just like, hitting play on the episode and watching that first, like, couple of minutes. I was like, I honestly think I need to rewatch this entire series. Totally. I, thought, <laughs> I, I immediately was like, why am I going out tonight? I want to go home and just start <laughs> so from episode America. one. So the, the, the elder teleports in because they're like, hey, uh, you had fun with your baby. We're now going to take the baby because he's the king now. So mm-hmm. bye with the baby. Um, and honestly, totally unjustified heightening, but like worked. It was yeah. just like, it was like, oh, and also we have the baby now. I'm yeah. Like, All right. Earl also was like cool with it, which was funny. Well, they threatened him, right? With... Yeah, they're like, if anyone that d- disobeys the elders, you get thrown into a something or other. Yeah. Uh, well, it was really, like, Earl was really going through all those, like, classic dad tropes of, like, yeah. regretting the child, suddenly realizing the child's worth, and I have to sacrifice a child to save well, myself. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> Every dad goes through this. I mean, yeah. when I grew, like, some golden fingernails. Right. Like, sure, sure, yeah. sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, we, then we see what their life is like without the baby. And it, does it start? Like, it pans over and there is just in the high chair the baby's headshot with the horn on a stick. Mm-hmm. Right, which they had been selling They've been those. selling. Charlene had been selling them to the crowds. Oh, right. <laughs> And they, uh, oh, my God. That seems sad. That seems sad. When Robbie tries to make be the baby. Robbie? Hmm? Oh, yeah. Not the mother. Not the mother. <sighs> no, that's not it at all. Yeah, it's the wrong pot, isn't it? Well, Which I was like, come on, Robbie, you've heard this baby say this. I guess he's also a teenager in, like, you know, teenager He's Andrew yeah. I, He's playing his character <laughs> game so hard. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then he's like, I'll go practice on Charlene. It's so funny. Yeah. So funny. Uh, so we see what the baby's new life is and he's just in that cave and people are like 4,070 people have waited in line. We get the zoning joke. <laughs> then we get this really great again like <laughs> psycho joke. This joke is like I would pitch it and everyone would be like absolutely not. Because and you'd also be like because trust me. It's like you pitch it and be like we also need to like make the dino suit and then spend a solid 30 seconds of screen time. <laughs> There's like so much screen time on the show, and there's no base reality of it at all. Like they never show one wish that would kind of make sense to us. Yeah, they go for instantly the garage joke. Yeah, and then this joke. Yeah, four thousand seventy-eight. Give me a white fish. What? Isn't this the cave deli? It's the cave of destiny. I've been standing here 16 hours! What do you want from me? I just wanted to get a piece of fish for myself! 4,079? Can they summon a sandwich? They could teleport, so it actually yeah, doesn't seem true. insane. I honestly, like, so those elders have way more magic than the baby does. Right. Yeah. Like, they have literal magic. They could be doing all this. Um, and we should mention the, uh, the, um... Main elder is voiced by Michael Doran. Oh, of right. Star Trek oh, The Next yeah. Generation. Again, like... I want to go back to when Next Generation was on at wildly disparate times, depending on where you were. Right. During, it was syndication. Yes. Oh, right. Yes. I remember, like, I would be hanging out with my cousins in East Tennessee, and it would be on at 10 p.m. on a Saturday. Wow, that's wild. Yeah, it was, like, it was a late wild. night. I used to watch it with my grandma, and I got um, electrocuted by the television while watching Star Trek Next Generation, <laughs> which I think explains a lot. Much. Yeah. Like, you're like, that sounds like, one of, like an X-Files case of the week. Isn't that like Thank the kid you. that controls lightning or... Yeah. The, with, it's um, a Giovanni Rubisi. Giovanni Rubisi, yeah. Oh. Jack Black is his yep. best friend in that episode. <gasps> yep. It's That's early. Fun. That's like episode two or something, right? It's early. I yeah. don't remember. Uh, 
So, so, so yeah, the, the, the joke is like, wait, is this the cap? Is this a deli? Is this the cape? This is the deli cave. No, this is the destiny cave for some reason. It's, it's also funny, bad. not that you don't have like numbers in like you do. middle America, but that is a joke for people that have lived in New York. Yeah. Yeah, that's very much like you it's take a, a deli number. joke. Yeah. He's like, uh, and he like walks away and mutters, like, oh, wait, it's 16 hours for this. <laughs> Which is really great. I love that. So then the Earl comes in, and he just, like, because Fran's like, go get our son back. Yeah, because Mama's not happy to ha- not have her happy. baby. Yeah, Earl comes comes in. He's like, well, I can't actually take you out because I asked the security guards, and they said they would kill me or something. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm to leave with you. So he, he, just, he mentions they have guns. That was, like, kind of That close. was, oh. I don't, yeah, I don't yeah. remember that either. What is, like, an, okay, so what would a dinosaur in, what would a gun in Dinosaur Land look like? Is that, like, another, like, I mammal feel with, like, like yes. that they would, like, throw But you never rocks? know because it. Fire truck looks like a fire truck. Oh, that is exactly weird. like a fire truck. It is just a fire truck. So, like, every now and then things really do just look like what they look like. And they have cars? Yeah. So, you, I, yeah. I worry that a gun might be a gun. Yeah. I hope not. But I, I that's what know. I would think would be bad if they rebooted this, is they would think, they would overthink it. Yeah. They, yeah. they would be too meticulous about what the world is. And that's actually kind of what hurt this show, I think. Yeah. I like incongruities. But, yeah. anyway, so Earl's talking to the baby. And this is... Oh. Where I think, I think the baby was actually pure magic. I think the baby was magic. I think oh. the horn was magic. Because I think it's the choice the baby makes. Oh. I think the baby chooses to go home to the family. Yeah, because yes. Earl, like, touches, he, like, talks to him. is like, I accept you, I love you. And then he touches the horn. Which you can also watch the horn kind of wobbling beforehand. Because yeah. mm-hmm. I, I knew it was coming. And he touches it and it just, like, pops off. And that... The weird visual of that ring of flesh on the top. Yeah, of that, I didn't love that. That has stuck with me. I did not love it's that. For, fun. I don't know, 28 years now. Yeah, it's <laughs> like, gross. Didn't love. Like, yeah. Uh, and then the baby goes home. Yep. And so what we find is out by, like, they cut back to DNA and it's like. The king is a horse. Day one. Now here is Howard Hand Up Me. Thousands are stunned as today the golden horn of the Sinclair baby falls off suddenly. The horn, first thought to be a portent of a golden age for all dinosaur civilization, is now believed to be just one of those things. That joke was so funny. Yeah. Oh my god, and they're all watching television together, which, like, is, like, their happy ending. And yeah. That, I only yeah. remember, honestly, Roseanne doing that, as well, far as being oh, right, honest yeah. about the fact Dinosaurs that and, and just, Roseanne yeah. always reminded me so much yeah. of each other. I mean, Because on Full sure House, that TV is on a rolling car and it's pushed against which the wall. Which is insane. Which, well, that's not where that TV that's lives. Insane. But also, no, but like, that's it the does make sense it. for Danny Tanner to have it. Oh, that it, does make sense, It yeah. tracks for Danny, it but does, no, they never, like... Like, well, the three of us are talking, like, our TV was just on all, all the time. The time. Yeah. One, for several years, one of our televisions went green. I don't know if, you, if you're old yeah. enough to remember what that means. Yeah. But it came back one day. We <laughs> never got rid of it. Yeah. So, we just be weren't using that one. It, it was just, exactly, it was just like one summer, you're like, you know what? We still got this TV here. I'm like, it's fine. It's got cable. It's fine. Yeah. yeah. So, like, we had a bare minimum of five televisions in our house, I think. It's like every room. My parents had one. I had one. Kitchen, like the dining area, had one. Mm-hmm. The living room had one. So we had at least like four. It's like, a total mid America thing because my my dad just got he had a new house and he's like, I want to get a little TV for my kitchen. I'm like, oh, that makes sense. She'll like watch the news in the morning or whatever. Yeah. He's like, oh, I'll just have it on all the time. And I yeah. was like, yeah, you are, you are. You're being yeah. honest about what the purpose of this TV is. Yeah, yeah. to be on constantly. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to never not be on. And yeah. they're all and they're all watching. Uh, Ask Mr. Lizard, and we get. 
We kill another Timmy. Our happy ending is watching another person's child die. Which I guess is true. I mean, like, so in the reality of dinosaurs, that little child is dying and it isn't an actor. I'm not sure, actually, but I choose to believe it's kid. It feels (laughs) real because. It's not out of the realm of possibility with this show. Because it, I mean, unless it's like. I don't know. That adds so many more questions. But the Mr. Lizard takes pri- precautions to not get harmed right, himself exactly. every time. Because right. they're making gunpowder and then nitroglycerin. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, Kenny from South Park is sort of a ripoff of well, this I show. I was going to say. Kenny, Kenny, Timmy. Kenny whoa. and Timmy. And then also, Baby is Stewie yeah. from Family Guy. Oh, for sure. Yes. Oh, wow, yeah. I'm trying to... Yeah. I was also like... The joke on Family Guy is always, can they hear Stewie or not? Yeah. It's sort of unclear. And in this, it's funny, because they can hear the baby. Yeah. But often they don't listen to it. <laughs> yeah. <Never>. He's often <laughs> talking when no one is paying attention. Yeah, which yeah. Is funny. Yeah. It'd be really great if he came up with a whole song and no one could hear it. Oh, oh wow. That's great tragic. Are you ready for some must-have facts? Yes. So... Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Let's say, how how many million people do you think watch this episode of television? Oh, wow. And can I ask what night of the week this one was this on? This was a Wednesday. It was on Wednesdays. It was a Wednesday night. I'm going to... We got ABC. We got ABC. Wednesday, 1991. I'm going to say 15 I was going to say the same. I was going to say the exact same. 19.6 million wow. people. Thank you. Now, here's like the crazy thing is where do you think it ranked for the week, like number-wise? Low. Because fifth? No, I think week? like not in the top. I think like in the top 20, but that's it. Like 18. Okay. Number 44! 44 in the ratings? 19 million viewers. People watched shows like crazy. Yeah, so the top five shows the week this aired, number five was a tie between 60 Minutes and Roseanne, four was Major Dad, three was Cheers, two was Designing Women, and one was Murphy Brown, which was watched by 34 million people. First of all, I want to give a shout out to Major Dad and Designing Women. Major Dad, I forgot about it. I love that show. Power couple. Was that the entire CBS, like, Monday Night Lineup, basically? CBS was Um, crushing. Yeah, they This was back, I guess this was... was ABC. And right, Roseanne yeah. was... And Cheers was NBC. But I... But, like, CBS Monday Night, they, they were the original. CBS was crushing. Yeah. I knew that that 
Must I see. knew that they got outrageous ratings because also Johnny Galecki has talked about that because he's on the number one um, yeah. sitcom right now and has been for many years, Big Bang Theory. But that like he he he's like said something like, if we had had as bad a ratings on Roseanne, I can't imagine how horrible a day that would have been the next yeah. day to go to work and find out only like seventeen million people yeah. had watched the show. Like, I mean, I think subtext was shoot a fr- freaked out. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Really? And said something racist. Yeah. Um, maybe. But like, yeah, he's talked about that. He's been on both number one shows in totally different eras where it means totally, totally different, different things. things. Well, because now it means you're on the number one show, but like no one talks about your show. Like, yeah. The shows that are the most, like NCIS is like That's the most watched so show, but it's like, no, people are talking about like Handmaid's Tale, which no one watches. Like, yeah. That's it's that weird thing. Yeah. It is. I mean, I'll tell you that uh, Kitchen TV in New Albany, Indiana is tuned to that Big Bang Theory. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Often. Oh, yeah. So, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I want to watch with my dad, though. It is DM weird that me. I did not know Major Dad, because also Major Dad didn't make it to 100 episodes. Also, like, no. Major Dad wasn't that good. and It was fine. This yeah. might be, like, season one. Maybe this is, like, the, you know... For some I, reason, and I think it was coming off the Gulf War, people were, like... Into mm. it. I remember it being hot to trot when it first came. Yeah. It was off the Gulf War and far enough away, I think, from the Vietnam War to be, like... You know what's fun? The military. Yeah. <laughs> um, and Major then, Dad and Coach occupy the same yes. area in my yeah. mind. Well, they're both like, literally the premise of Major Dad is like, can you be in the army and be a dad? Yeah. Like, well, yes, that's been proven a yeah. million times. I've only watched one episode, and it's the Christmas episode, where they're all trying to get Mondo geckos for the little oh. girl. And the, the action figure is actually the Ninja Turtle, I think his that's name amazing. is Mondo Gecko. Yeah. Um, but they just like paint a little mask on. The it's guy that cute. played the major, I just like he he's was. A, isn't he's, it Dammy Coleman? Yeah, no, no, it? it's the guy married to. Uh, he just won an Emmy last he's year great. for um, supporting like guest star. Yeah, and he's married to Delta Burke. Oh, oh right, right, right. Because he's so charming, and I remember oh, that like being like me. why my family tuned in. Oh, whatever. Um, I'll never remember. He is good and charming. They're still married. Yeah, and they were crushing it in those nineties. Oh um, yeah. Uh, so the ABC Wednesday night lineup. Um, I just can't even imagine. For this, for this on television, so this is the season premiere, but for some reason they staggered it. So Dinosaurs and Growing Pains debuted wow. on the, like, the final season, season of Growing Pains. Wow. And then a TV movie called Stop at Nothing. Starring who? Uh, no, like, nobodies. But it's like, I think it was also a rerun of a TV movie. Because well, when I looked it up on IMDb, the date was from May 91. And this gotcha. is, so mm. I think that... And it was about it was about like a woman who's like child is molested and she like goes after. ABC her. was going through some growing. It was number, number one was Murphy Brown. Is yeah, that what you said. Okay, yeah. And this is also probably some Dan Quayle controversy stuff going That's on. That's Quayle mm-hmm. times. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so the, so the next week is when the full lineup premiered, and that was Dinosaurs and Growing Pains, followed by Doogie Howser, MD, and a sitcom named Sibs. Sibs. It was about three sisters. Two were the youngest two were fuck ups and the oldest one was had a trip together. That's okay. what the Wikipedia summary okay. that I read okay. did not. I think it lasted a season. Great, uh, great for Sibs and dinosaurs jumped to TGIF at the very very end of season two. Okay, it was after. Wow, yeah. I thought it was you know, on there. No. It's not a perfect fit on TGIF. Like I, I'm curious. It, well, do y'all remember that Alien Baby show? Yes. Yes. What was that show? Um, like? Oh, I remember. Oh my god, what was, was it? Called, like, aliens uh, in the family or like. <laughs> If it wasn't called Aliens in a Family, family. I am upset. I'm angry. But was it? No, were there people, or they were all aliens. It was like dinosaurs. I know what you're aliens. getting at. Like TJF got more mystical towards the late '90s. But, yeah, but, but this, not, this era is a weird feel... because 
like the right audience. It was on TGIF with this was the Family Matters step by step, and then dinosaurs and like Perfect Strangers. Like yeah, it kind of just makes sense because they were all like family folk. Yeah, like they, they were all like. Are, I I think they could have built a night more around dinosaurs, like to bring viewers in that are because I could adults could watch dinosaurs by themselves. I think. If two adults, if you're listening and you're an adult and you just sat down and watched Step by Step by yourself in 1991, you're a freak. Yeah. Get out of here. <laughs> there has to be, like, have to have a kid around I do to justify. Not, yeah, now we can watch it because we grew up with it. Yeah. yeah. Which I have watched all of it. And actually, uh, yeah. I take this back. If you were elderly, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> but if you were 40 years old in 1991 and yeah. just sat down by yourself to watch Step by Step, If you're between go the ages of 21 and 40. Go to prison. I think the prison. thing was is that, like, dinosaurs a lot of adults without kids weren't into it, though. But I think they could have been. They yeah, could have been. Have I think you could have they didn't brought brought If they're watching The Simpsons, they should have been That's watching Dinosaurs. Yeah. It's a very yeah, yeah, similar yeah. aesthetic. But ABC didn't ha- know they what to do with it. That. It was a weird... I think it, it was, was the Dinosaurs moment. doesn't make sense anywhere on their lineup. Yeah, no. it made no sense. You don't pair this with Home Improvement Roseanne. And that was right no. before they actually paired with Disney, right? That was right before they were Yeah, this is a weird nebula, because they were still like loving that Disney, but it didn't get really hardcore. I mean, I don't think they got officially bought until the 2000s, but they started doing those partnerships in the mid-90s. They did a lot of weird stuff because they canceled Just the Ten of Us, another Mm, classic, mm. just because, uh, is it Miller Boyette that made all the Full House, et cetera? Like, Miller Boyette demanded that they were going to make all TGIF programming going forward. So instead of just moving the show, which was doing well, they were like, sorry, you gotta go. Yeah. What they a just weird time. Them out. Check out just the ten. Tuesday Friday it was such a weird and ever changing lineup too. And I remember yeah. like I was, stuck through it. Oh, the me interstitials. Too. It was huge. It was huge. It, like it gave you a thing to do as a young person. As a young person, <laughs> yeah. I had literally no friends. When, it, <laughs> it was, was no so car and like it was great to be able to know on Friday night. My, me and my parents are going to order a fucking Little Caesars pizza, and we we're oh, going nice. to watch. I remember sometimes when my parents would have plants, like, my, I remember when, in the early 90s, my, we lived in Illinois, and my, the block, like, parents got along really well, oh, and so sometimes they would cool. do, like, progressive, and so, like, I remember some, a lot of times being, like, uh, our house was, like, the kid house, because my mom babysat, uh, was a babysitter out of our house, so our house was, like, the kid house, and I remember, like, a bunch of kids sitting in front of the TV watching TV Friday with ideal. the babysitter and like my dad would make like walk Chinese, homemade walk Chinese food oh, before he left or something. Dream. Yeah. It was yeah. huge. I also loved it when 2020 would come on afterwards because then I'd be Ooh. like cool now I'm going to watch something that makes me feel like an adult. Wow. Even I, though I, I think old. I definitely turned yeah, off the TV. I was like anyway. I was like I, done. <laughs> I always but I always liked it when they would talk to actors. <laughs> oh so, yeah. yeah. That, that, that I probably could have. I don't think I could have even clocked that. There were some that were like this medicine scandal is like, oh yeah and I'd be like alright grandma oh, you good on. by yourself I'm gonna go <laughs> I love it uh, so on IMDB on IMDB only 91 users rated this episode an 8.2 out of 10 uh, first of all users need to be get on getting on there and voting yeah wow. 91 is pretty low and 8.2 uh, that's, that's good I, I mean, that might be that right. might be right that might be right that might be right. I'd give it a solid 8.5. I think I feel the yeah. same. I wouldn't say 9, though. No. No, it's definitely not in the 9s. Now, the um, the end of the world episode might... For sure. There's, there is a puberty one, right? Right? Like, yeah. there's one, like, where Robbie goes through a change or yes, something. Yes, Robbie goes through a change, yeah. for sure. I also like ones involving the neighbor who's divorced. Oh, the divorced dinosaur. And how, like, that <laughs> makes Earl uncomfortable. It like, does. It's really funny. Earl is not safe. That's voiced by someone... Great too. Oh, and Charlene is Sally Struthers. Yeah, Talk yeah, about that's 
sitcom right. royalty. Yeah. Wow. Sally Struthers playing a teen dinosaur in the 90s is... But her voice is yeah. perfect. Yeah. Yeah. It's still a I mean, what did she track. do in the 80s in between... What, what, what did she do? She was selective, I guess, is what we yeah. Theater? Or, well, she also... What was, she also did the, uh, like, send a dime to the kids yes, in Africa commercials. That. That's where I mostly knew her from. Yes, absolutely. Because that would air on, like, Nickelodeon in the day. And I was like, why are these kids so sad? And I don't have money. Why are they telling us kids? Yeah, I was like, I don't have don't the have money, money to do this. But you have parents you can go yeah, ask money I can go for. Like- <laughs> and even in that time period, they were trying really hard to be like, hey, kids, we're going to well, tell you what to go the tell The big help? I mean, I wanted to call and pledge oh, hours. The hours that they wouldn't, oh, like, wow. enforce or, like, track. Ugh, I love that Nickelodeon is really trying to be, like, socially conscious I love Nickelodeon. Honestly, I feel like the one award that I would, like, cry for sure, if I got a Kids' Choice Award, yeah. I would be, like, tearing up Made on it. that blimp. I'd be like, yeah. thank you, kids. Ugh. They also Slime had... Slime me. And then get slimed. Slime my ass. And they had... Yeah. Their version of TJIF was Snick. Yeah, right? which, ugh. Oh, a little was... more grown-up. Iconic. I felt very grown-up watching Snick. Oh, yeah, well, cool. Roundhouse I mean, made that... me feel very cool. Yeah. Uh, shout out to former UCB mod team Stone Cold Fox writer Noah Plenner, who was on Snake. Oh, Wait, what did he do? Wait, he was on uh, Are You Afraid of the Dark? Oh, right, you and he was me also that. on Ready or Not, an amazing Canadian show that was on HBO. Yes. Yeah. Shout oh. out to Noah. Uh, <laughs> who would you say had the must see performance of this episode? Honestly, That's a really great question. I think I'm going to give it to friend Roy. Wow. The baby oh, arms. Nice. Yeah. It's subtle, but it adds something to the episode that's really sweet. I agree with you. I even go with Earl. Mm. Just yeah. the emotional arc. Baby gave us everything he always everything. does. I'll go with baby just because it's like, he's the baby and I gotta, gotta You gotta love him. him. The day. <laughs> I'm the baby. Gotta love me. Must other people see this episode of television? Yeah. 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 I think everyone needs to go back and do a deep dive into dinosaurs, first of all. I think if you're, if, you're, if you're a younger person listening to this... Please. I, again, I think the same way. I think people don't know that dinosaurs are actually good. Yeah! They know what it looks like, and they know that's funny, and it's funny that there was ever a show like the that. The catchphrases were winking catchphrases, yes. too. They were not like... Right. They were not like Full House, where every character has a bajillion catchphrases. Yeah. Right. I'm the baby, gotta love me. It, feel, it plays more like this is their comment on... Yes. There's something very satirical about yeah. everything in this world, and I love that. But also genuine. Yes, yes. which is wow. something that, like, I we've been talking about this a lot, too, and I was talking about this last night. I saw a play last night, and afterwards, I was like, something that makes me, like, uncomfortable about the media that young people consume today is that we just are afraid of genuinely oh, yeah, yeah. loving things, mm-hmm. genuinely appreciating <clears throat> things, and, like, we're afraid of things being cheesy or trite, and so we have this ironic detachment with everything that I'm just like over. And I, yeah. I hate, and I'm, I, it makes me so happy to watch a show like Dinosaur and be like, <laughs> we can be satirical and we can like call things out, but like there can still be love feel at the things. end. Yeah, right. Uh, like smart people can feel things, basically. Yes, it's not one or the other. <clears throat> and you can love something that's not perfect. And you can, and oh my gosh, what's this? Yeah, uh, now we'll pull from the great TV sitcom book Ooh, for the final bit. Um, yes. This is a this textbook is sized like. tome from 1983 that chronicles every single sitcom that was made from 1949 to 1983. Oh my god. Including a shit ton that didn't make it past six episodes. Wow. So pick a year between 49 and 83, and we'll read about one. Say, I'm gonna say 78. Oh my god, I was going to say 78. Whoa. That's so weird. Let's see. So, so the big ones of those year, Mork and Mindy, Taxi, yeah. 
Mork and Mindy. So, do you so want to hear about AES Hudson Street, <laughs> Angie, Another Day, Apple Pie, The Bad News Bears, or Billy? I think I need to know about Angie. Okay. Yeah. Angie? Okay. I don't know what it is. ABC was right. Oh, also, by the way, Rick Mitz has a snarky attitude that oh. sometimes comes through. It's fun. Right, it's fine. Uh, <laughs> ABC was riding high this year, and in fact, the network was home to the most of the sitcom hits. Angie, along with Mork and Mindy and Laverne and Shirley, and the by now perennial Happy Days, came off the Miller, the Miller Milkies assembly line. Hmm. Oh, I guess it's the production company. Right. Angie was the story of a lovable, warm, understanding, honest Italian waitress who marries a pedest a pediatrician. <laughs> Not a pedestrian. <laughs> Only to, to discover that he comes from a millionaire family. Her family's hardcore poor. It took place in Philadelphia. It could have taken place in Rangoon. And starred Donna Prescow as Angie Falco. Prescow had made her movie mark as the girl who chased Travolta in Saturday Night Fever. Oh, also in the cast, Doris Roberts as her mother. Oh, yes. And baby. Deborah Lee Scott as her sister. Scott had been Mary Hartman's sister Kathy and Rosalie Totsi on Welcome Back Carter. Ooh. As sung it. by Marie McGovern, Angie's theme song <gasps> became a hit single. Yes. Marie McGovern did the yes. theme song. I have heard that song. Yeah. I have oh, heard that song. Yeah, there's uh, Donna Pascal and Robert Hayes. Oh. Wait. He looks familiar. He's in Airplane. Oh, oh right. yeah. That's so weird. Yeah. So oh. Angie. Um, huh. Angie. Too bad you didn't make it. No. Since, I mean, it seemed like she was primed you know to be a star. this is... Sitcoms that take place outside of New York or LA. Yeah. Yes. Like this this show is in Philadelphia. Philadelphia. It could easily be New York or LA, but they just made it more specific. I yeah. love I miss, that. I miss that so much. I have to much. say LA shows in particular are like a big nothing burger to me. It's yeah. like yeah. modern family. It might as well take place oh, it, they might as well say we take place on the ABC studios. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Honestly is what it feels more like. Like like so we I love Superstore now, but like when I started watching it on Hulu in season one, I was like, oh this is fine, but because it's set in St. Louis where my husband is from, oh, he was cool. like, I'm watching this. Yes. Because he could then also pick up, like, oh, they said that's actually a street. That's actually a local restaurant. That's, it's so fun and, so that, and then, like, it became one of the best shows on TV. Like, Superstore is such a great show. Yeah. Uh, but Ooh, we hung in there because yeah. it was St. Louis. And Lady yeah. Dynamite I loved, and that took place in L.A., but it, like, really felt like it took place in L.A., not just, like, yeah. that's where the, all the actors happen to live, so let's make it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, even, like, One Day at a Time, which is also, like, brilliant, also takes place in L.A., which also makes sense, I guess, for, like, the show, but also, like, it feels more like it could happen anywhere. Like, well, it doesn't feel the original show took place in Indiana, so that's, oh. that's a misfire as far as the yeah. radio goes. Big <laughs> misfire. I do think it's fun because, like, even, like, like watching the Connors and stuff, because they don't live in, like, yeah. a major city, it creates, like, m more interesting problems to have to solve, and it feels so relatable because it's like, yeah, I remember feeling like that as a teenager in a suburb in the middle of the country. Yeah. And it's just so nice. And they're all, yeah, there are so many shows that are just generically L.A. Did, yeah. Did Reba take, where did Reba take place? Reba takes place in Texas? Ooh, Texas. Okay, yeah. She didn't go to Oklahoma. That's harsh. That's hard on you. I don't think she's <laughs> in sorry, Oklahoma. I could be wrong. I gotta double check. I don't remember. I, don't, I think you're right. I think Texas. it's Texas, though. Also, Reba. Great show. Reba is such a fun show. isn't Reba doing sitcoms all the time? Probably because she doesn't, doesn't want to. to. Like, yeah, probably because she's like, I did that. It but is I love her. very interesting. There is like a newer crop of comedy kids that are like 25 that they really, that's how they know Reba. And they grew up with that. I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say that's like their full house, but like they watched a lot of it. In oh, yeah. And like they know it. Yeah. It was on for you when you got home from school. I think that's the, the yeah. vibe for them. 
Yeah. Because, oh, wow. yeah, Reba was, I was too cool for Reba when it aired the first time. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. And then I've gone back and watched all the holiday episodes, and I'm like, she's so good in and, this uh, show. And her, so the, the uh, new wife of, um, oh, yeah. her ex is great. She's yeah, also that great. Amazing. Everyone's, everyone on that show is very funny. Yeah. Like, the cast is very, very, Joanna very Joanna Garcia, she's never going to get that next hit. <sighs> she has a show every season. Oh. Every season. We see every her season. all the time. Wives, the animal hospital one. Oh. She got privileged on CW. Privileged was good. Which I actually really liked. Um, It will fit. I mean, yeah. God bless her. There are some of those actors who are like, every year they get... I mean, yeah. We're just... so much. But she will continue to book. I mean, she's got to be... She's great. So rich. Just but she's also a 007 now. She is big time. Wait, yeah. What? what? So for Grey's Anatomy fans, we all know double oh. sevens are when you have a license to kill, which means oh. you're not a good doctor. Yeah. Oh, I thought you meant because she's on so many pilots that don't go anywhere. Exactly. Oh, that. Oh, yeah, okay. she's double seven. She's got the license to kill. Actually, but you bring that up. She very soon will be on Grey's Anatomy. I can't that's, believe she has already. That's a natural. This <laughs> <laughs> is a very natural. Fit. Awesome. Um, well, thanks so much for coming. Thanks so much for having us. This is uh, the best. Where can people talk to you guys about uh, we stand together, dinosaurs, anything, everything? When you see us on the street, number one, stop us and talk about dinosaurs. Please, um, uh, please follow us on Instagram yes. at we stand together forever. Um, is that forever? Four, or? as in the number, number not yeah. yeah. We stand together forever, and we're doing our live show monthly at UCB at Subculture. And so look for us on the UCB website there. Yeah, and you can follow me at Lauren A. Brickman on Twitter and Instagram. Yeah, and you can follow me at Caterade on both. <laughs> Dumbest handle there is. You gotta stick with it. At this point, I'm in, and I know other women who are named Caitlin are after me for it. So oh, I gotta, wow. I Hold your ground. I gotta squat. <laughs> yeah. I gotta squat on it. Awesome. Thank you so Thank much, Brad. And that does it for this week's episode of Must Have Seen TV. Thanks again to my guests, Caitlin Bitsagai and Lauren Brickman, for dropping by and talking about dinosaurs with me next time on the show by not popular demand, but quasi-demand or assumed demand. I'm going to be talking about, finally, I'm Dickens, he's Finster, the episode The Joke. The joke is in season one, and it is episode 11 of I'm Dickens, He's Finster. And you can buy I'm Dickens, He's Finster on Amazon. And the reason that I'm saying that this is quasi-requested is that John Astin's birthday was a huge success on my uh, the Must Have Seen TV Twitter feed. And now that we have a lot of new followers, all based on john astin appreciation we're gonna go back and talk about his very first ever regular sitcom role that only lasted one season but you can buy half of it on amazon so we're gonna do it that's i'm dickens he's finster and also we're gonna talk about the comics that were released in 1961 that tied in with it this is a whole wild world we're getting into until then i do want to hear from all of you please tweet at at must have seen tv on twitter obviously you can also follow the podcast on twitter and instagram Facebook and Tumblr at Must Have Seen TV. And if you like what you've heard, I beg you to rate and review the show in Apple Podcasts. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Brett White. Read the words that I write at decider.com. The theme song is Apollo Throwdown by the Go Team. Thanks to ACAST for hosting the podcast. Thanks to all y'all for listening. And I'll see you next time on Must Have Seen TV. Mm. 
Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.